Wild Card Weekend. Let's go! Oh yes, the best gambling weekend of the whole NFL season is finally here, arguably. We're here to break it all down. I'm Micah, this is Brad. Well, hello, Micah. And the one and only, the return, in-studio return of Can't Miss... Good to be back, fellas. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, gentlemen. Happy New Year. Let's get everybody rich. It's NFL wildcard weekend, and I am excited about it. God, it feels good to be back. How's 2020 feel, Brad? Exhausting. I know. This week fucking blows. It's it's shitty having holidays on Wednesdades. Yeah. It just ruins everything. and, And then, like, next week, people get back to work. But people really haven't been working the last three weeks, so Monday and Tuesday are pretty much wasted. Yeah. Nobody's getting anything done until uh, January eighth or ninth. That's my. And then it's practically February, and then it's Friday, and, then the and Q1's over. And it's basically April. Everybody's doing goal. sober January, like I am, and they hate themselves. Uh, no, that's just basic hoes like you. Well, God, drinking wine does not count. Yeah, it's grape juice. It's grape juice. It's grape drink. Well, I'm doing whole thirty two. I don't think I'm allowed to eat grapes. Whole 32? I'm so fucking miserable right now. Is that now. some freaky on it diet? No, no, Whole that? 32. What's Whole 30? It's, a, it's a, a restrictive diet that people do. You're not allowed to drink alcohol, and you can't eat sugar. What is the genesis of the name? Like, how did they come up with that name? That's just what it's called. You go, you do it for 30 days. Whole 30. Whole Foods for 30 days. Ah. Whole 30. So you have to shop at Whole Foods for 30 days? Sounds like very no, I don't want expensive. Yeah, it's not like that. Well, it's great to be with you guys, Mitch. It's great to see you again. Good to see you. Mitch, you've been globetrotting all over the world, mostly in Mexico, though. Uh, Feliz Navidad, and, and welcome back. You were in Orlando, Mexico. too, right? I was. I was down in Florida hanging out with Mickey Mouse and Clan, mm. and then down shaking the chi-chis in Mexico with my sombrero in San Miguel. Sounds it was muy a blast. bueno. It was muy bueno. Yes. Ooh, well, you've been missed. Place. I'll say that. Phenomenal. Yeah, I, haven't no seen, I haven't seen one. Actually, I saw a bit of the Clemson-Ohio State game. Which is a good one. Phenomenal. And I had Clemson that game, although I felt like a piece of garbage the entire time. <laughs> I had to leave my in-laws. I said, I told my wife, I go, look, I've been a good boy for a week straight. We've done everything your family wanted to do. I will see you later. Yeah, he's I'm had that dark look watch in his this, eye. I'm going to watch this football game. Going to find a bar. It's exactly what I did. And I almost skipped the tab, but then I <laughs> I was quickly escorted back. You weren't that, that much of a bad boy. Yeah, I wasn't well, that much. But. It's great to have you back. We are going to talk about these games. Uh, we are going to talk about the college football, recap what we already saw. Uh, and uh, it's just it's great to be back in the stew with you guys. Brad and I will be back to break, break down the pro football games on Monday, next week probably. I mean, who knows? We're back to real life, so that's probably going to work that way. And then we will, uh, we still got plenty of time to preview the college football national championship, but we will talk about those games later in this episode. And you know what else you should be checking out? Tell me. Mind of Micah. A lot of best of content these days? Right now, there's some best of content going, including an episode where uh, I went on a, a 36 minute rant about the rules of miniature golf. I think you'll enjoy that. I listened to you record that from outside the recording studio. It. It got pretty intense. Yeah, I did a lot of yelling at the end. And I would also encourage you, at some point in the near future on Mind of Mike, I will do Micah's Year in Review 
2019, what a year. I probably need to do this with Brad. Maybe we'll I record think so. it next week. We, we spent a lot of this year together. We sure did. I think we probably will. So that that you got that to look forward to on Mind of Mike at wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. Uh, before we get to this week's games, we promised last week that we would pick a Super Bowl winner. We did. Yeah. We were both going to – well, and now that Mitch is here, we're all going to pick – uh, the the two Super Bowl teams and who we think is going to win. Do we have the uh, future odds? I, I'll I, pull I think those we up. should do that. And yeah. should we talk about the the game slate this week first and no, no, unpack no, no. everything, then pick them? No. You want to pick first? We're picking first. Let's so, go all in. I want to get your money where hey, your mouth so is. So while you guys are doing that, there's a little uh, snapshot that a buddy of mine sent me that was everyone's got a resolution for New Year or multiple ones that are going to fail and um, these <laughs> ones were strictly around gambling. Okay. Uh, so these and I agree with all these. Gambling um, New Year's resolutions. That's right. The betting resolutions for 2020. Okay. Uh, so number one was practice bankroll management. Did not do that in 2019 <laughs> or have ever. So there's room for improvement. Number two is the best advice that this podcast will ever give you. Okay. Stop listening to your idiot friends. Ooh. Phenomenal advice. Don't be influenced. I've got a few of them. We all do. Start betting flat units. Okay. Stop drinking and gambling. Ooh. Mm. Big that's, time. That's the Easier said thing. than done. <laughs> Stop drinking play. and dot, 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 insert anything into that. That's okay. But gambling specifically. Stop betting with your heart and stop jinxing the parlay. Happens all the time. I love all those six. Probably won't practice many of them. I'd like to suggest a, an extra one for you. What would it be? Stop betting on Japanese baseball in the middle of the night right, when I you're in a bad place. That. Good news yeah. is no Japanese baseball this time of year. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> I guess you are safe right now. All right. Brad, you're on the you're on the hot seat here. Ooh, the hot seat. We could go over the odds real quick. Uh, the Let's Ravens do. are... These are odds to win the Super Bowl. So your, your champion's... Uh, odds at the moment. Ravens are plus 220. Chiefs are plus 375. Niners are plus 400. Saints at plus 600. Packers, Patriots are both at plus 1,000. Eagles and Seahawks are plus 2,800. And then Texans at plus 4,000. Vikings at plus 4,000. Titans at 4,500. And the Buffalo Bills are the biggest underdog to win the Super Bowl at plus 5,000. So can we have like our surefire pick and then maybe we'll, we'll have a value horse. discussion yes yeah. uh because i can already see some value in some of these picks but let's this is gun your head who's playing in the super bowl and who's winning it brad you go first Ooh, i think i got casey sanfran in the super bowl and who do you like who's brad's super bowl champion i've gone back and forth of this like i've been literally thinking about this it's just so happens you didn't pre like you didn't tell me to prepare for this or anything but we did talk about it in the last podcast we but did, it's okay. and it made me think about it more and i the more i think about san francisco and the emergence of kittle and having like that tight end presence a good running game good defense a reliable quarterback i just like them across the board i think i like san fran and and you take a you take the odds into consideration they've got a decent plus odds. 600 if you if you're if you like brad yeah there's some value there mitch Gun to your head, who's in the Super Bowl, who's winning? I mean, gun to my head, I've got to say Ravens uh, win the whole thing. I think the actual Super Bowl looks more like a New Orleans Saints-Ravens mm. game. Um, so 
I don't know how you don't take the Ravens. They've just got, you talk about tight end. I think they've got a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal play from their tight end. Mm. Their quarterback play is unreal. Their defense is unreal. They are a very complete football team. Um, and they've pretty much gone through the entire AFC uh, with no problems. So I just don't know how you say, if there's a gun to your head, how you pick any other team. Let me ask you a question. Are the Ravens the highest rated team in the algorithm? Does the algorithm have a sort of a power rating? You know, if you actually look at points per game, it's a great question, Micah. It's not a dumb one. They do have the highest amount points scored in, uh, this year when you look at the algorithm uh, every time, because a lot of it is based off of um, the last three week averages combination of home and away. Mm. Uh, they do tend to trend higher on the offensive side. Okay. Just for the record, not that anybody gives a shit, but I like Kansas city, the saints and chiefs in the super bowl. Mm-hmm. And I think I like Andy Reid and the chiefs to win the, to win the whole thing. Oy, I think that, Andy Reid gets over the hill. It's tough the Chiefs to, have to rounded into form. They get the extra week off. I just, I, I think they're the best team right now. Having to go through Minnesota, then Green Bay, I think. But I guess it reseeds, doesn't it? You get whoever the, the yeah. best seed is. But it, it just looks like a tough road for them because they didn't get yeah, that by. With, with the, uh, the Saints. I still think they're the best team in the NFC, though. Mm. All right, well, let's talk about these games. and And we could start with the Saints, but we won't. We're starting with the Saturday games. So, who's your dark horse, though? We never talked about oh, the dark horse. I'll tell you who I think. The, at plus 4,000, I like both the Texans and Vikings. And I think I like the Vikings better to win the Super Bowl. What is Tennessee? I think the, the Titans are plus 4,500. They're trash. They have no chance. I like them better than the Texans. And I I just like the Vikings and Texans better than the Seahawks. I like them better than the Eagles. Um, They're too banged up. Seahawks, Eagles. Yeah. And plus 4,000, that's... There's some money to be made there. I, like I think Minnesota, okay. I could see Minnesota getting hot. Probably more likely than than the Texans. I wouldn't be shocked to see Tennessee beat New England. Nope. I think you're high. We'll get there. Is, is the Saints <laughs> we'll right plus away. 600 a dark horse? or is that? I think there's value on the Saints I, at plus 600. They've only lost one road game. They have the same odds as the San only, Fran? The only road game the no, Saints... San Fran's plus 400. Okay. Only road Saints game the Saints dog. lost was uh, the Rams. They've had a very good road. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I think... I mean, Kamara just got fired. healthy. Like, they're really firing on all cylinders. They have a good defense. If, well, they did at least at the beginning of the year. We'll see. All right. Well, let's get to it. The um, the early Saturday game, the game the Houston Texans play in every year. Without fail. Without fail on ESPN. Saturday at 3.30 Central Time. The Texans host the Bills. Houston is a three-point favorite in this one. Really? Um Yes, really. I thought they were It's dogs. come down to two and a half on some lines. Okay. But you're in the ballpark. What it would. I'll give you, yeah, two and a half, three. Houston uh, is the favorite there. I think that opened at three and has maybe gone down. So I think the, the betting's been pretty even here. Over-under is at 44. Over-under is 44, which uh, sounds about right, I think. Bill O'Brien, Houston Texans, uh, they generally... The Texans have a history of winning this wild card game. No, they don't. Often with backup quarterbacks and then getting smoked the next week. Uh, they are at home. Buffalo has been a team that has impressed me all season. They appear to be very well coached. 
They play tough defense. Josh Allen does enough to win games. They play close games. Uh, this one does not seem, this of all of the games this weekend, seems like the least likely to be a blowout, in my opinion. Uh, this is going to be a close one. I think the Texans have enough firepower um, to win this game. I, I think that um, they make enough plays. They're more explosive at the quarterback position. They're more explosive at wide receiver. Um, their running game isn't as strong as the Bills, but I think they make enough plays. Deshaun Watson is a stud, and I like the Texans to win this game by a touchdown. Uh, I like something like 21-14, maybe 27-21. Hmm. Actually, I don't think it's going to be that high scoring. Uh, maybe like 24-17. That's where I'm going with this. I like the Texans. This team will break your heart if you're a Texans fan. Mitch, before I get to you, Brad, do you have any thoughts on this? Then we're going to get to the Alga. I mean, I feel pretty confident that, that the Bills are the better team. I guess it just depends on I if Homeboy is healthy, the uh, the receiver that we always harp on, uh, Will Fuller. If he's healthy, then it's then I am I question it. But if not, I think this Bills defense is good enough with that rookie running back from Mitch's alma mater, uh, Singletary. Motor. The motor man. Motor bone. Uh, I, I, and they've got a, uh, a, a pro all-pro uh, receiver in that brown cat who I've never heard of until this year. But all that being said, I like I like the Browns here, man. I think they're the better the squad. Bills. Or the Bills. I did say the Browns, didn't I? You did. I meant the Bills, the B-word, Bills, please. You like the Bills uh, to straight up win this game. There's some value there. I'll take a healthy dose of Mitch, Bills, Mafia. who do you and the algorithm like? I like the Bills, man. I do. I think they've got the better defensive team. Certainly. More importantly, what I think... Uh, is irrelevant because the algorithm has Buffalo winning outright 23-22. to 22. Wow. This is a field goal game. Um, I think both teams will struggle to put points on the board, and it's going to be turnovers. So, so you like what, the under. What quarterback is going to be able to protect the ball and establish the run game? That's what I personally think. Um I think the algo, as you look at, what do we say, 44 was the total? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The algorithm Algo's has 23-22. Yeah, I would actually say under on this game. I think this is more of a defensive game Me too. than anything. So, clearly, the offensive talent, edge with quarterback, Deshaun Watson, there's no question. I just think the Bills, even with J.J. Watt coming back. Yeah, that was into, what I was about to ask. He's, Am I, did I he's hear coming that back. He's back. Yes. Um but he's probably been more fragile than Fuller. And I say that jokingly, but I'm not off base. I mean, no, he's, he's been injured he's almost every year. And so I years. think he'll be more of a decoy than anything. I, you know, I just don't think he's going to be. What was the injury he suffered? Do you remember? I'm I can't even sure. remember. It's been so long. He's been out for the whole year almost. Yeah. I, it's interesting. One of the things that I like this time of year, if you're playing in an online sports book, if you're at mybookie.ag or, or another one, a lot of times for these playoff games, you can choose a margin for victory pick. Yeah. Oh. And I could now, granted, I just said the Texans are going to cover. I could. I think a smart play might be to take Texans minus three, Bills minus three, hmm. and just say like, "Hey, this is a three-point game. If you believe it's going to be a field goal game, just take both sides and hope it's close, and then you're going to win." Because um, I, I think that's stance. a scenario. It, as I mentioned, I think this is the most likely this this game has the highest likelihood of being a close game so, of any of them this weekend. And and just to let you know, the betting public fifty five percent is on um, the Buffalo Browns, as Brad calls it. Yeah, the Buffalo Brads. 
Interesting. Mitch is, or I'm sorry. Do you have Mitch a, is, do you have a Ralph money line squad. there on this? Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to. My guess is it's probably going to be like minus 160, but I'll pull it up right now. And if you, yeah, if uh, here's the thing, if you're if you're taking the Bills, take money the line points. Bills if you're is, taking the Texans, you buy it down to two and a half, or maybe you even take the money line. Yeah, I like the half. So point. Bills money line one plus one twenty, Texans money line minus one forty. By the way, the the line opened at three, and it's still at two and a half or three, depending on where you look. It opened at thirty nine and a half, and has gone up to forty four. So people like the over here, which uh, I guess is. Actually, all of the uh, all of the over unders have gone up a little bit, so people are trying to bet the over. This might not be a bad one to to wait till game time and come in and bet the under. Interesting, and see. Hope that this thing goes up to forty six or forty seven. It then, might. You know, you're at a scenario there. While I'm thinking about it, are we yeah. going to do a Super Bowl extravaganza again? Of course, we must. Mitch, will you please cover join tradition? us for the the uh, Super Bowl extravaganza. What is the Super Bowl? We do like prop bets. We do like everything. Okay, we'll I'm go in. The whole game. Of course, we're going to have Mitch. Of course, of course, he's in for this. Yes, if it involves degenerate gambling, and sure. No event is more degenerate. coin flips. Everything, yeah, yeah, everything. Of course, I'm uh, in. national anthem. So that's that's coming. All right, let's move on to Mitch's beloved New England Patriots. They. Host a playoff game, uh, host a wild card game for the first time in ten fucking years. Uh, they host the Tennessee Titans, twelve and four Patriots, uh, hosting the nine and seven Titans. Mm. In Pat's coming off of the most inexplicable loss I can remember for any At team, home. perhaps all season long, certainly in Patriots recent history or distant history, as uh, your franchise uh, is uh, has been quite fortunate. Twelve and four Patriots. Hosting a 7:15 Central Time game at Foxborough. I don't think weather is going to be a factor here, but I have not looked at the forecast. That's just a a, a gut feeling that I have. Titans still coming in hot. They played well with IA, not the answer. Ryan Tannehill, who's somehow been Turned the answer. Out he is the answer. Well, we'll find out this week if he can beat the Patriots on the road. I'm willing to take back everything I've said about Ryan Tannehill. Let me it say this: all that I don't believe that's going to happen. Uh, Titans, a five-point underdog. They actually opened at five and a half, so money has actually kind of come in on Tennessee. Over-under, open at 41 and a half. It is now at 44 and a half, so people like the over. Let's. I, I don't see a scenario. Let me just say what I say every time we talk about the Patriots, and I'm going to say it again. I know the Patriots are flawed. I know the Patriots' offense isn't very good at the moment. Uh, Mohamed so Sanu has, has not has not gelled with Tom necessarily. They are limited in lots of ways. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, if you bet against New England, if you bet against Tom, uh, Tom Brady and fucking Bill Belichick and you lose this game Sunday morning, you're going to wake up wanting to kill yourself. So, so I can't do it. The X factor here, showers early becoming a steady light rain later in the day. High of 44, low of 33, 70% precipitation. So it should be rainy, cold, and miserable. Winds light and variable. Uh, yeah, 70% chance of rain. I don't know, man. I feel like this benefits the Tennessee Titans in that very astute running game. Um, Henry is a bad, bad man. He's a big, bad man. Uh, this certainly, if you want to pick the best offensive unit, offensive passing unit, defense, or pa rush, rushing unit, it's certainly the Titans in this game. They have the most dominant rushing attack uh, going. And. That said, he was injured there. If for anything, if the if, last couple of weeks, if you believe in the weather, you could like the under here. Although they apparently he's going to be back and healthy. Yeah, I can't for the life of me bet on Tennessee. 
uh, against New England. You're betting on Ryan Tannehill. What against are the odds? Ryan Tannehill against Tom Brady. I don't care that Tom Brady's Five. a thousand years old and that he's banged up and hasn't played well in the second half of the year. I don't care about any of it. Give me the Patriots by a touchdown. Uh, the line is five. Most importantly, Mitch, who do you and the algorithm like here? I'm going to side with the algorithm here. I think the betting public is getting way out of control. Um, there is a large majority uh, that is riding Tennessee. In fact, it's 60% really? are riding Tennessee plus the five points. And I think where the line is getting over-exaggerated is last week's performance um, against a second-string practice squad uh, in the Texans who were actually pretty smart in resting people, unlike the Buffalo Brads, the Bills, uh, who actually had some key Mafia. injuries. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, lines are getting a little inflated here. The algorithm has New England winning 28-20. to 20. Hmm. Um, I, I love Algo here. I certainly think that there is a lot of talk right now in New England talking about Brady's last year. The Patriots are done. Look, yeah, right. I don't. Ex- I don't know how you can blame Tom Brady when he legitimately has nobody to fucking throw the ball to. He's playing had- game script. Like he's playing the script that they've written for him. Like it's to protect the ball. It's not to throw picks. He doesn't throw many. But passes. he doesn't have a guy that can go out and get the and ball. And then there's that. Okay. Yeah. You don't have a guy that here. Here's what great that great quarterback wide receiver tandem here's the great ones how they work okay when you look at you know uh brett Favre and rogers and even deshaun watson to a point today lamar jackson things happen when they break down when plays break down and you've got the communication you have an established rhythm those broken plays are the big plays, okay? It's when the route gets covered, they make an adjustment because there's a cover two and they went underneath and they broke, you know, in between the linebacker sure. and the safety. Brady doesn't have any of that except in Julian Edelman. And he has become so overworked. Okay, when I remember that game back against the Ravens, I forgot who I was wa- I might have been watching it with uh, Peter the Irish guy. But Edelman was fucking gassed. Fucking. He was fucking gassed, mate. But he was gassed. And I'm like, please don't throw it to Edelman again. Because he just had this monster play, but he had nobody else to throw to. Throw it to Edelman. He makes a couple jukes and jives. Ends up fumbling the ball. Mm. Ravens, instead of the Patriots cutting that. uh, Actually, I think they were going to go up at that point. Yeah, they were going to go up. That was the first drive of the second half against the Ravens. Instead, that ball gets returned. Look, long story short, they've got nobody to throw to. When you only have one workhorse, you can double down on that. But I think um, you've got a sixth-ranked passion, passing uh, rushing defense in New England, second overall passing defense. And in that case, if if my money is on anywhere, it's on Bill Belichick and Brady For sure. making the adjustments, stopping the run, going four three up front. For, forcing Tannehill to throw the ball. They've got the 21st uh, offense passing offense in the league versus the second-best defense passing in the league. You forced Vrabel and the Titans to go to the, air. to go to the air. And in that case, I'll take Stephen Gilmore all fucking day, he and they're going to get picks. And this defense, the boogeymen, they're back. 
So I think what you hit on here, which is the key for the Patriots, is overworked, which I think that defense is also suffering from being overworked. Because the offense so, the, the offense isn't there. The offense isn't exactly. establishing any type of rhythm. It's just like what happened with the Bears, where their defense folded midseason because the offense just couldn't do anything. Right. And I think that's part of what's happened with the Patriots is their offense is sputtered because they don't have any offense. They don't have any receivers. Now this defense, which was elite, now they're overworked. That's right. the problem. It, I, bad offense is creating bad opportunities, and this defense is just getting gas. And momentum is so important. Are any of us taking Tennessee, though? There's no chance that they of go into not. Foxborough and fucking win this game. Maybe cover. The money Maybe line is just not good enough. It's Maybe plus 190. Cover. It's if just I'm, not enough. Uh, here's what I'm doing. Personally, I am buying this game down to minus four, and that's just me feeling better laying like 175 than uh than laying that weird point i love it i like the under i I don't think i'll just say that i don't think the patriots are capable of scoring more than 21 points and i also don't see them losing this game i just so i just know that you do the fucking math in in the playoffs are not the patriots in the regular season and it's just hard to hold them it's hard to take what you expect of them from the last couple of sure. weeks' performance into the playoffs because it's just not going to be the same. Point in case, last year, the New England KC game, that playoff game, no joke, 30 minutes before, I'm hosting a party, by the way, and I'm like, I'm all on KC. Was it lit? You fucking it's, guarantee it. I was like, I'm going to bet on KC. I was like, I'm, I'm going to bet on Kansas City. Emotional they're going, edge. They're going to win this game. And then five, I didn't put it in. Five minutes before, I'm like, start sweating, f- fucking hammering New England. No fucking <laughs> chance am I going in. Betting drunk. It's, it's the same thing. I was not drunk yet. And with your heart. And with my, I did that with my <laughs> you heart. You double well, whammy. Okay. All right, let's move Anyhow, on. Betting, uh, betting buzzed. Fair. Fair. All right, the game that I think is probably the best matchup and and the one I'm most excited about for the weekend is actually the early game Sunday, 1 o'clock Eastern, noon Central. New Orleans hosting Minnesota. This line is too big for my taste. Way too Uh, big. New Orleans, this opened at 8, now 7.5 point favorite, the over-under 49.5. Kirk Cousins and this Minnesota offense may have something going. New Orleans looks like a a, a new team. They, They seem fully rested. Don't forget Drew Brees. Uh, you know, took five or six weeks off, so he's probably a little bit fresher coming into the playoffs than he would be otherwise. He didn't just take it off. He was injured, obviously. But uh, the Saints team is really good, and and they are my my pick to go to the Super Bowl. I still think, um, you know, this home field advantage in New Orleans is, is unbelievable, one of the best in football. I don't think Minnesota has the firepower to keep up with Kamara, uh, Breeze, Thomas, all the stars uh, that the Saints have. But I could be wrong. 49.5 is the over-under. This That jump from 46, so the money is on the over, unsurprisingly, I think. 7.5 uh, points. This screams stay away from me, though, too. I, more than a touchdown is too much. I'd, I'd be willing to buy this down to 6 and bet the Saints. Brad, who do you like? So the thing that is interesting to me is that Dalvin Cook has been injured. And all news out of Minnesota is that he's at full strength. And that kind of freaks me out because it just, it changes the entire dynamic of that offense. Like we saw when he wasn't hitting, when he wasn't firing on all cylinders, Kirk Cousins 
basically imploded. Uh, Thielen was saying that like you know, he was coming at him at, in post game interviews and stuff. All all signs indicate that Dalvin Cook is full strength and he is a bad boy. I think he's the reason why Florida State had all that success more so than Jameson. So, long story short, I'm unsure here. I don't feel as good about this as you do, Mike. I know you like the Saints to go all the way. That said, Kamara on the other side of the ball has been injured the whole year, and he seems to be just coming into form for the playoffs, and he is as big of a game-changer as I would say Dalvin Cook is, if not more. So there's just a lot to take into consideration. The Saints have, obviously, the best receiver in the league, and uh, Michael Thomas, that defense has been good. I think that the Saints take him, but I think it's too big of a spread. Mitch? What do you think? What is the algorithm? I, I really kind of couldn't agree more with Brad and, and both of you guys in saying that this point spread is too big. The algo agrees. There is a slight edge. New Orleans winning 28 to 21. Um, mm. I actually think it might be a closer game than what people think. The red zone defense that Minnesota brings is pretty clutch. So you might see um, more field goals coming out of New Orleans uh, maybe like a 27, 26, 21, something like that. But the Saints are the better team. Mm-hmm. They have a nasty defense. Nasty defense. I think the Vikings fall into a similar category uh, of similar to what New England has experienced where they're missing some key offensive players. They sputtered a three and out, put their defense back on the field quickly, no rest, and teams were able to take advantage. Um, Cook being there I think is very, very instrumental in clock management, if they can control the clock. Shorten the game. No question. So Dalvin Cook, those short little passes, that's going to open things up. If Thielen is more than just a decoy, hey, look, maybe you see, you know, your dark horse. I don't see a scenario where the Vikings win, but if they keep it close, maybe they get lucky. The Saints, Vikings in New Orleans, maybe we see a crazy ending repeat of yeah. something that we saw. Was that uh, two years, two years ago? ago that, was right? in, that was in Minnesota, but yeah, two oh, years that's ago. that's right. Sorry. Uh, the Minnesota Miracle. But still, same I, matchup. I would say this, though, and it's a lot of points, but I think of all of the games this weekend, this one has the highest likelihood of being a blowout. I could see the Saints uh, getting the kickoff, scoring a touchdown, Minnesota going three and out, Saints being up 14 nothing. You get a pick six. On you get a weird kick punt. or some fucking bullshit. I could see the Saints boat racing them. Uh, in a way that I don't think is is likely in that any home of these other field games. advantage though is something too. Like that's, that's a drunk ass crowd, and they are also hyped on LSU. Like there's all sorts of positive vibes. Oh, these people city. are so drunk right now. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the last game of the weekend. Uh, Philadelphia is a now a one and a half. They opened as a one point favorite against Seattle. This at four forty Sunday. It says now they're two and a half on they're, my bookie. I'm seeing Seattle as a point and a half favorite. Yeah, Seattle's oh, favored two and a half. Yeah. Seattle and you have two and a half. half. I see one and a half or two, depending on where you look, or two and a half on my bookie if you like Philly. Uh, Over under 45 and a half, staying steady. This, as we mentioned, is now flipped either two and a half or three and a half points. As Philly is a favorite? Yes. I can't, I just can't imagine that. I don't see a scenario where Philly wins this game either, but Seattle's beat to shit. Both these teams are beat up. Carson Wentz uh, has basically been a hero. They've won the last three games against mediocre competition, but they needed to have them and they got them. I think Seattle's something like seven and one on the road. Seattle has been good on the on the road this season. Russell Wilson probably will finish second in the MVP voting. Uh, two banged up teams with with star quarterbacks. 
I don't see how you bet on Philadelphia at this point. This I team is so beat it. up. It's a uh, it's a preseason roster got, at this uh, point. You with know, a good quarterback. They've done a great job uh, coaching and and getting the most out of these teams, out of these guys the last couple of weeks. But you know, uh, Pete Carroll has a long track record of of being a good playoff coach. It's not like there's a distinct advantage there. I think Seattle's the better football team, no matter how banged up they are. Same, Mitch. I know the algorithm doesn't do great with backup quarterbacks. And I'm sure it does account for some injuries. How do you and the algorithm Wait, feel about this game? Who's backup, got a backup? Well, quarterback? I know I, the algorithm's weakness. It's kryptonite is backup quarterbacks. Now, we obviously, we have two quarterbacks at full strength. Obviously, mm. yes, but there are lots of injuries all around these quarterbacks. Sure. Okay. Gotcha. That's now where I'm going with saying. this. 21-17, Seattle wins. This is my five-star lock of the week. Same. I absolutely love this game. I couldn't love a game more than I love this game. I can't believe the line is two points. This, this in my opinion, is a seven-point seven line. Philadelphia stinks. Okay, they stink, and I will give it up. Coaching, I'm really impressed because what they've been able to do. Yes, absolutely. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no. Um, but but what they've been able to do with that practice squad mm-hmm. is very, very impressive. And it is a practice squad, no they doubt. They are at home. Um, this, you know, in all honesty, this game will probably be a lot closer early. But this is a very different conversation. In fact, it is completely different. If that football is one inch over the goal line against San Francisco last week. And we're talking about San Francisco playing Philadelphia. How fucking crazy is that? And what would we say? In that scenario, how bad would we say the 49ers would whoop that ass? Real fucking bad. Okay. But I'll I'll say this, and this is very far-fetched, but you could say that Philadelphia has playoff experience. The 49ers have a, a but essentially a second-year coach. And Seattle does. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. There's arguments on both sides of the ball. I, Marshawn Lynch, he had a couple good runs. He's got a game under his belt. I, the the rookie, uh, what was his name? Like Trevor, uh, I forget. Trevor Ariza? Yeah, yeah. He, he was no. Something. no, what? there's a basketball player. <laughs> I know that. Wait, what are you? What, which team are you talking about? Uh, the Houston Rockets? Uh, well, <laughs> sure. No. Anyhow, Ariza definitely doesn't play for the Rockets anymore. But let's continue. Anyway, uh, so Mitch's six-star lock of the season. Agreed, by the, the way. Seattle Seahawks. I'm on Seattle, too. So, uh, you know, do with that. If you want to fade all three of us, I can't see a scenario where Philly wins this game. I mean, they played San Francisco Travis tough Homer. last week. Travis yeah. Homer. Yeah. There you have it. He had a, he had a decent Travis game. Homer Ariza. I've never been more confident in a pick in my life. And oh, my God. I fucking hate Philadelphia so, okay. so much. It was. No, it doesn't. It I, has no, nothing no, to do. Listen, it, could have, it could be listen. the Tennessee Titans. This, I had this one too many sips screams. of wine to remember what I wanted to tell you, but this is it. That's it. You are breaking your little, no. uh, your resolutions. I'm you not. are betting with your heart. I'm not. You I'm have not, hate in I'm, your heart. Not, I'm not betting with my heart. Um, because if, look, if Philly was healthy and they were completely healthy and they showed me in the season that they could win this game, I would absolutely, like, my heart. Oh, I, God, Philly My heart sucks. is, I'm, I'm not against any team as much as I'm for the Patriots. I, I don't like Philadelphia. I don't like their fans. Um, but when it comes to money, 
And since it's so early on in the new year, I can stick to these betting resolutions. I'm not betting with my heart. I'm this betting with logic. my wallet. Yeah. This is total logic. Yeah, I agree. I was just giving you a hard yeah, time. Yeah, I know you were. This is, uh, yeah. You'll and I don't like Cheese Whiz either, but I sure do like Philly cheesesteaks. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, Philly was tied up with the Giants in the fourth quarter. Oh, I know. I okay. was drunk and the Giants, watching this. And the Giants weren't playing for anything. Or playing well. They're fucking dogs. I mm. hate them. Mm. I got Not as think, much as I hate Jason Garrett, who is still the head coach of the Dallas they Cowboys. They still haven't announced it? No, he's what, been they, meeting with Jerry. I, he's going to be the general manager by the time we wake up tomorrow. About? Are they going to like the... Uh, the Jerry loves him. I don't want to talk about this. Are they this. going to like the Olive Garden to like meet all day? This is their third consecutive day of meeting. I don't. I don't want to get into it, but I'm so. Wait. Angry. So they, did they not wipe out everybody? They said their contracts are expiring. I've been in Mexico. I have no idea. Jason Garrett is still the head Mezcal coach of the Cowboys. Week. I oh, will say this: ESPN.mx is the worst place ever. If you're in Mexico and you try to visit, well, you have ESPN. to go .us because every time, every time, I'm like, I don't know any of these soccer teams. Although. <laughs> There was, it was, by the way, let me just say something. And then Mitch every got time the I edge, go on ESPN, like, I did, I did, be, I bet on a game. I had no idea what they were doing. So there was Monterey, where my wife is from, although there's like a Mets and a Yankees. This was the Yankees version of their soccer team. And they were playing Mexico City, was basically the Yankees version of it, the you? entire Mexican uh, in the country. So they won on a crazy fucking bicycle kick with a minute left. Wow. It was, but, well, there was a goal scored in the soccer match. It was two wow. to one. <laughs> Um, oh, shit, three. But, but here's really what got me, and this is why I hate soccer sometimes, mm. most of the time. Mm -hmm. They play two games. It's best of two. Okay? First game, one team won, two won. The second game, the other team won, two won. So now it's cumulative score of 3-3. Three, three. So they go into penalty kicks in the second game. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And the other team, uh, Monterey, won in penalty kick. I just thought it was what so slap fucking dumb. Imagine if that's how we played our sports here. We just have a field goal kickoff. All right, we got five minutes before we got to get out of here. Mitch got to go, and I, I've got to leave as well. Here we go. Let's let's move to college football. Are okay. we excited to talk about a little college football? I know Mitch didn't watch, but Brad and I watched uh, some of this. Pretty heavily. Let's start with LSU, Oklahoma, and we'll we'll spend the majority of our time on Clemson, Ohio State. LSU 63, Oklahoma 28. I can't believe it ended up that close. LSU <laughs> fucking boat raced these cowards from Oklahoma. The Big 12 has had a terrible ball season. I believe they're 1-5 with the only win being that inexplicable Texas win over uh, Utah. I have no idea. That Texas win was inexplicable, yes. by the way. LSU is fucking unbeatable. We've been saying it all season. They've looked like the best team. I don't think Let so. Let me say this. Joe Burrow is the fucking truth. He is making he is not having dudes running wide open. He's making unbelievable throws, and his receivers are unbelievable. Don't get me wrong. These are Bad these ways. are dudes they're gonna play on Sunday all over the place, including Randy Moss's fucking kid. But these aren't like guys that are getting wide open because of scheme or anything else. He is making unbelievable throws that are beating five star athletes on the other side, which Oklahoma had plenty of. Uh, LSU is b -b 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 bad, and I can't wait to see this game in the fucking uh, Superdome in New Orleans to see how drunk these people are going to be. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, Burrow threw seven touchdowns. He was unbelievable. We talked a little bit about this on on uh, the Monday episode, but yeah, I mean, Let's come get on. Mitch's thoughts. 
Mitch, you didn't watch that, did you? I, look, I, I, I did actually tune in to some of that game. I didn't see the complete game. Like, I watched the LSU, uh, the Clemson-Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. Um, I expected more out of Oklahoma, but then I didn't. Um, you weren't that surprised. I wasn't that surprised. It was an absolute manhandling. The problem is you've got uh, three wide receivers that LSU brings that are arguably number one receivers, every single one of them. You mean on a pro team? They are number one on a collegiate team. They are. Mm. They are. They are going to be first round draft picks. You think? I think this football team yeah. is going to produce a ton of NFL athletes. Um, there's no question. And the problem is you cannot double down on their studs. So you've got to go man, and then Burrow is just going to light you up. He's going to carve you up like a turkey on Thanksgiving. And I honestly think that LSU wins this game, no question. Now, I thought Clemson got extremely lucky in that football game. Yes. Brad and I discussed this on Monday, and now I realize we've already talked about these games. But Yeah, we did. Uh, I, I'm with you. Clemson Clemson was living right, catching every break against Ohio State. It was State. just sloppy, shitty coaching. Wouldn't you say and that terrib- Ohio State... Terrible officiating. And terrible some officiating. Bad calls. Wouldn't you say Ohio State has the most first-round draft picks out of any team in the country? Uh, this year? Yeah, coming up in this draft. They, they they may, but I mean, they well, could, on Kuiper, defense yeah, and offense, here. yeah, they may. Anyways, I, you were saying how how much talent LSU has. I they think, do. I think Ohio State had the most talented team of all of them, but they fucking shat the bed big time. Well, Clemson, not all their fault, but some. Yeah, I mean, just Clemson got the, Clemson got the breaks. This game, it just felt like that that game was over to me. Oh, Ohio it was State over with just like ten minutes into the game. Yeah, it was done. Dobbins had already gone for two hundred yards almost. I was blown away that they were able to manage uh only sixteen points with all those field goals. Mm. I was blown away. Let's yeah. run through the uh the January first games and we'll get out of here. Okay. Um Minnesota beat Auburn in the Outback Bowl, which was a pretty good game. Big That's shots. pretty shocking actually. Great season for Minnesota. They won I think they go twelve and two. Eleven and or two. Or eleven and two. Yeah. Um Amazing season. Congratulations to them. Florida Bama uh Ben. Called Florida Bama Ben. Yeah, he called this one. He, well, Alabama kicking the shit out of Memphis. Florida Bama Ben Oh yeah, sorry, Michigan kicking the shit out of Will from Michigan and Michigan. Nobody wants Bama and for, with good reason. Uh Michigan actually led this game at halftime, but Bama just stomped them in the second half. 35-16. Uh there's not too much to say about that. Georgia defeats Baylor 26-14. Baylor hung in this game for a while, um, which is impressive. Matt Rule's a hell of a coach. I'd love to see him coach the Dallas Cowboys. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> and then the best game, which I do want to talk about for the next one minute before we get out of here. Oregon, in a classic, beats Wisconsin and Jared Borislow 28-27. The Rose Bowl game is the fucking greatest. I was Isn't watching it always this. great? It is. I was watching it with the fiance. She's like, wait, does this game mean anything? I'm like, no, not really. not really. She's like, well, why are we watching it? And why did you care? Because I built the whole day around watching the, the uh-huh. Rose Bowl. It was like, I, I don't care what we do, but I, I have to watch the Rose Bowl. Did it's she like, watch the parade? Yeah, we watched I some of it. I heard the parade was pretty good. But she was like, why do you care? You don't care about the Big Ten or the Pac-12? And you're like, I, that's true. She but didn't I ask care that about she this game. She doesn't know what Pac-12 she, well, is. She, uh, she knows about the Big Ten. Anyway, okay. she's like, you don't care Mike about these conferences. a lot of negative propaganda. You don't care about these, these teams. And... And she's like, who are we rooting for? I'm like, I don't care. I just want a close game. I want to watch the sunset. I want to watch the fucking flowers. I want to see the blue sky. I want to watch all of it. And it lived up to all the hype. The game 
Yeah, the game wasn't even hyped. It just lived up to the Rose Bowl. You were it all was amazing. over Oregon. Don't lie. 28-27. Big shouts to Oregon. Kicking uh, Wisconsin to the curb. They, you enjoyed they that, executed. didn't you? And, and then she was like, well, why do we care? I was like, because watch the post-game interviews here. Because nobody, 10 years from now, tells their their children or you know their cousins or someone they work for, oh, yeah, I played in the Outback Bowl. We beat, we beat Auburn in the Outback Bowl. No, nobody ever says that. But five years from now, 10 years from now, and 20 years from now, and 50 years from now, you say, yeah, we won the Rose Bowl. You know what I I'm still talking game. about? The Independence Bowl when we beat South Carolina Bet that time. Ass. Oh, boy, that was a good one. The granddaddy of them all lived up to it. We will be back. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being a part of the algorithm. Mitch, thank you for being here, my Thanks candidate. for having me, fellas. Hey, Happy wild card year. weekend. Bet all four games. Don't be a pussy. Bet at my bookie. Yeah, try to use backdoor cover, BDC. It yeah, probably use, still works. It, it's probably worth something. Get your shit double. They quit paying us, but it's still worth checking out. You should get paid. Yeah, yeah, you should get paid at mybookie.ag. That's it. We're back on uh, Monday, breaking it all down. Watch some football with us. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>